the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm one of the students, Morgan. I am the other student. And that was my phone. Oh. I am the other student, Devin. <laughs> I'm very sorry. No phones in class. And I'm the teacher, Dan. Uh, people be on their phones sometimes. Uh, can't be helped. Always uh, on that damn cell phone. Uh, you could be like my teachers in high school that were like, go around and like be like, oh, your phone's going off? Well, you have to put it in this basket now. Until the end of class, and it's like, oh, okay, uh-uh. sure. Whereas in college, I could actually record lectures on my phone, and that was very helpful. <laughs> yeah, whipped oh, ass. Yeah. Yeah, I, they let me do that, too. I, I should do that again. Um, But for now, uh, let's... Or, sorry, um, we uh, read Archie Sonic issues 27 through 29. Uh, not much else to say there. Uh, real quick, gonna check some news. See if there's anything new. I don't think there is. Oh, okay, there is one announcement. Um, uh, although it was mentioned in a past merch announcement that we went over in a past episode, uh, the, uh, Death Egg Robot toy got released. And. It has a function where you can, like, you have this little sonic catapult, and if you hit it in the chest three times, it gets defeated. Oh. Uh, that's fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah, uh. There's, like, a whole commercial for it. I haven't watched it, but. Go ahead and. Look it up yourself. Bet it's good. Uh, it's probably yeah. good. Alright. That's it for news. So let's get into the episode, or the issues proper. Uh, issue 27. Uh, there are... Uh, the first story is... A Scrambled Hedgehog. Uh, we open with... A very interesting panel where two previously unseen freedom fighters named Floose Doggy Dog and Kixalot. These dudes uh, rule. Spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> they spray paint a message, like a secret message, on one of the walls in Robotropolis. Uh, as well as, like, a little Sonic and Sally heart thing to. Show they're not vandals. Or show they're just vandals. Uh, they're like extremely boyfriends, right? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, they're definitely. Definitely. Um, they never show up again, though. At least yeah. in these three comics. I'm very sad. They just yeah. like do this once, and like, I don't even know what this fucking code is. This... We never learn. They're going on their honeymoon. It goes off to shit. Yeah. Uh, and then. <laughs> This whole issue is just about Sonic losing his fucking memory. Yeah. Instead of these two dogs. Why could we not? I mean, I know for a fact that Sleuth comes back at some point. He becomes... Way later on, he's going to be like a minor recurring character. I don't remember if Kixalot comes back or not. 
Maybe he does. I hope he does. Sleuth Doggy Dog is. It's a hell of a name. Yeah. Mm. Let's see who wrote this. Oh, yep, this is a Penders issue. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, he named the character Sleuth Doggy Dog in. I guess. Oh, 95. 1995. Hey, did you know Uh, Kixalot is a knight? I. Oh. His name is Sir Kixalot. Mm hmm. Uh, I mean, that kind of makes Yeah. Because, I mean, Sleuth Doggy Dog is a reference to Snoop Dogg. I wonder if he ever went by Sleuth Lion. Ooh. Hmm. I feel like that would just be another character. True. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. Uh, I mean, oh, that reminds me of something I'm gonna bring up later. It's a secret surprise you'll learn later. Uh, oh. Is it about Sleuth? Uh, I mean, I can make it about Sleuth, um, but for <laughs> now... Okay. Uh, <laughs> you'll find out. You'll find out. I'm um, scared. But yeah, we've got the story. Sonic uh, gets captured by SWAT bots. He loses his memory. Robotnik and Snively uh, trick him into thinking uh, they're the good guys and he's the bad or, they're the good guys, and the Freedom Fighters are the bad guys. Uh, I thought, like, I think it would be interesting if Sonic did do a thing, because Snivy thinks for a second that Sonic might be playing it off, but I would actually be, like, very interested in, like, Sonic playing like he lost his memory as a ploy for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's apparently too vulnerable for it to be like he he is like he really did lose his memory. But Sonic says no pussy shit. I would never be this vulnerable. Uh, so we get this whole bit where they beat up where Sonic beats up uh, robot duplicates of the Freedom Fighters. Uh, they have like this line where they talk about how they were going to also replace the Freedom Fighters, but then the fake Sally from the miniseries failed, so they just sort of had nothing to do with these guys. Yeah, there's Uh, no possible way we can send in a bunch of clones. There's no way we can integrate that properly. Yeah. Yeah, no, no way. They can only be... Uh, things to be fought now. I tr- Oops, yeah. like dummies. And I try one idea yeah, once. Certainly there's... Certainly, uh, you couldn't uh, use a spy with someone as... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, unassuming as Tails or Antoine or Rotor. Yeah, make it Antoine. Uh, no one pays attention yeah, to that someone- guy. Right, like someone who's like as important as Sally. Make it fucking Antoine. Who's asking uh, like, hey Antoine, where are you going? No one. Uh so Robotnik sends off Sonic to take out the Freedom Fighters, and he reveals uh that he's got a little he's planted a sort of chip somewhere on Sonic, and he's got these like demolition trackers, which are like tanks, but where the cannon would be, there's like a little ant. There's like a big antenna. Uh, they're gonna like use their antennas to track down Sonic 
and find and take out uh, Not Whole Village. Because, like, the whole deal with Not Whole Village and all continuities is, like, Robotnik doesn't know where it is, so he can't just, like, carpet bomb it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Sonic also doesn't know where it is, and he's yeah. like, uh... But he, like, finds a stump that he, like, vaguely remembers instead of, like, taking a fork in the road. And so he, like, goes into what is a secret entrance. And I'm just, like, at this point, I'm, like, hey, uh, you know, uh, Eggman, just, like, have someone follow him in. Mm-hmm. But I guess the whole no, thing is... No, that would is, make it too obvious. Right. I guess the whole thing is that it's too obvious, and there's, like, tunnels and stuff, and, like, yeah. there's different pathways, and that's the problem, but... Right. Uh... Uh... Rotor spots Sonic, uh, going around the base, and he thinks, like, hey, something's off. There's, like, a... Uh, my sensors show there's he's got a chip on him. Something's up. We better check on him. Sonic uh, keeps calling Robotnik Cousin Ivo. Yeah. Uh, Just fantastic, honestly. My Cousin Ivo, uh, the new sitcom coming to ABC Family. Uh, everyone knows my favorite Cousin Ivo. There's something remarkable about Cousin Ivo. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So, uh, Robotnik, uh, er, Robotnik shows Sonic he's got a laser on his arm, he blows up a wall, uh, Sonic, like, is going through these tunnels, and, uh, while he's going through the tunnels, the signal goes out, uh, but it comes back, uh, and they're... There, we see, like, all these little mazes and tra tricks, tricks and traps and doodads that uh, Knothole has to, like, keep Robotnik from finding it. Like a flooding water trap that so nearly causes Sonic to drown, but he's able to... Yeah, they were just gonna kill Sonic. They sure they were, were ready to kill him. I mean, to be fair, they were like, oh, he's armed and dangerous and uh, he can't find this. So even though... Like, I get it, but also they were very like, well, sorry, Sonic, it's been good. Mm -hmm. That's 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 the freedom fight life. Uh, but Sonic Burrow is Tally the was ready to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, he gets to the surface. He finds, like, the village proper as opposed to, like, the secret base. Uh, uh, Sonic... Uh, easily plows his way through, like, the regular villagers and Antoine and shows up in the secret base proper where I guess they just have him, like, sing the bad boy song to show he's here and he's evil. Uh, and but that's... I'm also, like, he's not evil in his own mind. Right. Yeah, he just thinks it's cool. He thinks it's a good song. Yeah. Or do you think that's what Robotnik plays all the time at his house? Uh, Robotnik is always... 
Robotnik's favorite movies are Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Uh, he showed them- He is always playing Bad Boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he showed them to Sonic to, like, get him to learn about camaraderie and fighting, like, in fucking- <laughs> fucking Hot Fuzz. Uh, it's his point break. <laughs> yeah. God, it's his point break. <laughs> yeah. He's- he's got one movie- it he's got two movies. It, it's Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two. He's looking into finding a copy of Bad Boys for Life, but it's that's from a post VHS era, and he only has a VHS player. Uh, <laughs> once, once he figures out how to get Bad Boys for Life on VHS, he'll be complete. Uh, so we hop ahead to issue twenty-eight. Uh, Sonic fights Rotor and Sally. Uh, so Rotor is easily dispatched. Uh, yeah, Rotor gets his shit rocked immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally's able to hold him off for a second by doing, like, a flip, or doing, like, a reversal flip judo stuff. Uh, uh, Sa- Tails and Bunny show up to do some more fighting. Bunny crushes Sonic between her legs. Uh, God, she sure does do that. Yeah. Yeah, she's all in on the idea of killing him. Mm-hmm. She's uh, like, well, sorry, bud. Yeah. Sorry about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's life, I guess. Yeah. Sonic beats everyone up. Uh... Robotnik recaps the stuff from issue 27. Uh, and then the lights go out. Uh, from the, Yeah, what's with this horror movie scene? Yeah. They, the lights go out and, like, they depict it with, like, purple backgrounds and everyone being in, like, black and red silhouettes. Uh, uh, like, Black silhouettes with red outlines. It's rather odd. Um, I should cool. note that from the, the at this point, I and my other co-hosts are now using this really, really thorough uh, archived version that was on the Internet Archive. Uh, I recommend if you if for any reason you want to like read some old Sonic comics. I recommend the Internet Archive. Uh, it's basically dead media. Archie doesn't uh, publish or, or sell issues of this anymore. Who cares? Go, go, go hog. Uh, go hedgehog. Go hedgehog. It <laughs> uh, is your civic duty. It's not piracy if it if they don't make it anymore. Uh, and even if it was, you should and do it anyways. It is, who cares? Yeah. Truly. Uh, so, uh, all of the, like, remaining Freedom Fighters, and based on the silhouettes, they are the ones from, uh, the Sally miniseries, like, beat him, are able to, like, dispatch him. They fight against him while in the dark. Uh, it's not easy. They, like, barely make it out. They, like, he dispatches most of them, and, like, this one other guy, the porcupine guy, just, like, is able to take them by surprise because Sonic thought he took them all out. 
Uh, Just yeah. like me, Sonic forgot about the one porcupine guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Sonic wakes up in uh, some sort of medical room. Uh, Ro- Rotor has done x-ray tests on him. We see Sonic the Hedgehog's skull, which is perfectly round. Uh, uh, and what what if they had made uh like bones in his fucking spines though? Oh, like Donkey Kong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. I gotta say, <laughs> I'm glad they're not. I, I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, it'd be pretty horrific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, let me check who drew this. Uh. Pencils by Art Mawinney, Inks Rich Kalowski. Okay. None of the people I super recognize besides Art Mawinney, but... Alright. Uh... I- I'm just thinking about something way, way later on. Just like certain artists that come and go over the years. But, for now. Uh... Rotor's gone through his x-rays. He pulls out the little transmitter... Uh, that Robotnik's been using. Uh, Before they can destroy it, Sonic gets an idea and runs off. Uh, He decides to, like, use it to feed false information to the tanks with the help of the rest of the Freedom Fighters. Uh, And from what I can tell, they sort of... He sends them off a cliff, and... I'm not sure if if they blow them up or... They just blow up from hitting the ground, but... I think they just blow up from hitting the ground. Yeah. They just cartoon explode. Yeah. So, Robotnik... Robotnik's plan fails. They... He doesn't have sufficient information. And that's the end of the story. For some reason, Sonic ran directly to Knothole Village, and he's like, Damn, I still don't know where it is. Uh, yeah, I he, guess... He, like, vaguely remembered where it was. But, like, he went into the tunnels, and then he drilled yeah. out, and then he's like, damn, back where I started. Anyways, I'll run right towards that village yeah. over there. He, he Robotnik, what are you doing? He's just going to the village proper now, and it's normal, and I guess he finds the the front entrance to the lab, or, or the secret base. Uh, Robotnik, I don't know. He forgot His to heart's not in it. it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this, after this, is the first of the uh, two-part uh, backup story. Uh, Tales and Growing Pains. Uh, this tales... feels like a different Tales. Like, not just because the art is different, but he, yeah. like, is angry. Whereas, like, in the last one, he's, like, mm. fine. Yeah. He's just He's flying so isn't above. Tails supposed to be like isn't Tails supposed to be like eight? Yeah. In this? Yeah. Like young enough that Sally is tucking him into bed every night. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay. Yeah. The, it shows him being angry that Sonic was like under Robotnik's control, even though in the last one Yeah. He was just like fine with it. <laughs> yeah, know. he just sorta of got yes. mad. Yeah, fuck you for getting amnesia, Sonic. He got mad, like, afterwards. But Yeah. Um, and he gets in the Sea Fox from 
last time we talked about Archie, Sonic. Uh, and he pilots it to uh, an island where Robotnik has set up a trap for him. It is, in fact, a tied-up girl fox. Uh, her name is Fiona. Uh, she's a fox. She has red she has red fur and a big human hair thing. Or a head of human... Yeah, just a big wig. Uh, a wig? Oh, wig. Yeah. He's, like, very in love with this yeah, girl he, fox. He immediately falls in love at first sight. They yeah, have a little one page... There's, like, a page-long montage of them spending time together, madly in love. I thought some of this was imagined at first, mm-hmm. but no. This, this is all just, just happens. This just happened. Uh, uh, Cupid shows up, you know. Yeah. Robotnik, who is watching this from his cameras, is like disgusted. Yeah. There's like this weird little reference to Alfred Hitchcock where he like poses like the Hitchcock silhouette. Uh, yeah. Uh, specifically, he's talking, dur- about the, he's talking about the MacGuffin. Yeah, I guess the joke is he got the he got dramatic irony and MacGuffin mixed up. Uh. Uh, and then uh, Fiona lures Tails into a hole, which is in fact uh a a little prison. Uh. Robotnik shows up, slams it shut as Tails steps in. Uh, we find out Fiona is, in fact, a robot that Dr. Robotnik built to trick Tails. Uh, she activates this very complicated-looking machine that is apparently a roboticizer. Yeah, apparently the uh, whole island is a roboticizer. Yeah. Uh... And it just ends off there, like, yeah. with yeah, this... her about to fucking roboticize him. Yeah, she pulls the lever. Swi- this seems He'll like a lot of work to next... kill Tails. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh... even to kill him, to roboticize him. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> kill him emotionally. Uh, yeah. And, like, it's just, like, funny, because at first I was like, Wait, do we not find out what happens? But no, um, the second part is in 29, because this was all 28, but um, yeah, it's uh, at the end of 29. But I was like, what the fuck? What if it just said entails got roboticized in the end? I mean, pretty sad. It also would be like non-canonical since. No, they just got a new Tails. Sally gets roboticized, though. Speaking yeah. of roboticized. Oh my uh, gosh. So... Yeah. Uh, issue 29 starts out with a one hell of a cover. Uh, it's like it's like this really heavily designed one by uh, uh, I think this is a I think this is a Spaziente cover. Uh, it's like shows this elaborate process of Sally getting turned into a robot. Uh, it's it's great. It also like shows us um a character that gets introduced on the next page. Yeah, who we've never seen before. Right. 
we learn about Dulcie the dragon. Uh, so, Mobius used to have dragons. Robotnik wiped most of them out. Uh, well, they're specifically said vanished. Uh, and then there's Dulcie, the, who survived. The alive and dragon. is now part of the Freedom Fighters. Yeah. It says I... vanish and all roboticized. I have oh. not seen robotic dragons. Yeah, there should is... be some robot dragons. That would be really They're cool. They're criminally underused if he has roboticized dragons. Yeah. That would be sick as hell. Also, these dragons have pouches. They do have pouches. They're like dragon tails. Dragons. Also, these dragons all have nose rings. Yeah, oh, the yeah, fuck? they also all have nose rings. I'm noticing that now. Including Dulcie. These dragons are sick as fuck. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know Dulcie is a character from season two of Sad AM. Uh, I don't remember her deal. I know she was kind of an unpopular character. I, I, I don't know the exact reasons. Maybe I'll, we'll find out someday. But I can understand thinking, like, the design is very different from any of the Sonic characters so far. Like, <laughs> I, I can't describe this yeah, as any... It's kind of jarring. It's, it's that sort of, like, cartoon pear-shaped dragon you see in a lot of stuff, like Charizard, I guess, off the top of my head. It's Dragon Tales. It's Dragon Tales. I was going to Dragon Tales. Tales. I was yeah, like, this it's is Dragon, Dragon Tales-ass Tales dragon. This is a Dragonite. I think they have pouches in Dragon Tales. Yeah, they God, do. God, they sure do. Jesus Christ. Dulcie is from Dragon Tales. Mm. Uh, it's it's just very strange, because, like, I, th I think they've had, like, kind of more animal-ass animals yeah. before, but, the you know, this is not that. It's just, like, a dragonite-ass design, mm. but, like, I kind of like it. It is the most cartoon dragon. Yeah. I uh, like her. I don't know if she shows up more than once. She's kind of uh, treated as, like, yeah. here she is. Yeah. She's here to save the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Dragon Tales rules, and so does Dulcie. I know she comes back later. Okay. Uh, Ken Penders does some stuff with her. I, oh, no. I don't want to get into it yet. That sounds very bad. Just uh -oh. some stuff, and Ken uh -oh. seems sus. Yeah. Uh, so, we get this story, Sonic the Hedgehog and Steel Belted Sally. Uh, uh. Which sounds metal as hell. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, Sonic and Dulcie are... In a sort of, like, are trying to avoid getting shot by a hovercraft. Uh, the hovercraft crashes into a cliff, and they decide to, like, skip, search it for, like, loot. I, I, I guess that's the best way to put it. And, as it turns out, there's a weird little device in there. And we cut to Robotnik and Snively, who explain to the audience that that is a portable de-roboticizer. Uh, they, they have the building, they have the thing self-destruct so Sonic can't get it. Sonic gets it anyway. Uh, and later on, uh, 
the Freedom Fighters are looking at this thing. They're like, damn, holy shit, we've got a de-roboticizer. Let's use it to, let's use it for an elaborate scheme instead of using it on any people who have been fully or partially roboticized. Like, uh... Hey, remember Uncle Chuck? Yeah, like Uncle Chuck. Who? Or Bunny, who is right here. Uh... Yeah, wait! <laughs> well, they almost do it to Bunny. Yeah, But she's all- like, no, I... She, like, even said... She's like, no, we should do a scheme instead. It was her plan. Yeah. And she's but- like, no, 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 don't fix me. I should go in and turn into a robot. And, like, Antoine's like, she's a spy! But then, like... Sally's like, no, that's a great idea, but don't you don't do it. I will do it. Yeah, Sally's gonna. Do- yeah, but the scheme wasn't like let's go in and like free somebody and use the deroboticizer to free people. It was let's go in and fuck with Doctor Robotnik. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Freedom Fighters are out by the waste outside Robotropolis. They put a little thing. It looks like a little C battery. Uh, in Sally's ear that's supposed to, like, keep her from getting... keep her from, like, losing control of her mind. Which is, like, one of the things roboticization does. Uh, she, she, uh, gets caught by SWAT box on purpose. Uh, and, uh, she gets roboticized. Uh, Unfortunately, the little free will transmitter uh, fell out while she was being roboticized. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Sally's a robot. The Freedom Fighters sneak in because this is part of their plan uh, to de-roboticize her after she got roboticized. I don't really get this plan, but okay. Uh, yeah, especially when they didn't bring the de-roboticizer. Yeah. They did not bring the de-roboticizer with them. No, uh, but somebody else does. Yeah. But uh, Not yet. Yeah, Sally captures all the Freedom Fighters. Uh, all but Sonic, because Sonic's like... Well, at first, because Sonic's yeah. like... He's fast. around, keeping the bots busy. Yeah. They get yeah, him later. Wrong. Uh, and they remember they left the de-roboticizer back at Knothole. Dulcie has it, though, so she goes she goes to, uh, Rob- Robotropolis, saves the Freedom Fighters, de-roboticizes Sally, uh, Destroys the controls to uh, the roboticizer so they can't get roboticized. They're freed. They, the day is saved. She is a fire-breathing dragon. She is fire-breathing. She does breathe fire on the control mechanism, melting it. Uh, and that's basically the end of the story. Are they trying to make her, like reference bulls because they always draw cartoon bulls with like the nose rings in them. Usually they're like a yellow nose ring. Right. 
I'm just, I don't know what they're going for. They're just like, she's just like a mishmash of different animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she rules. That's all I need to know. True. So, we get uh, the rest of the previous tale story, the second half. Uh, It starts off with uh, Tails uh, destroying the roboticizer by clogging the machine with fur from his tails. And it blows up, it blows up, Tails gets out, and, but before he can, like, do anything to, uh, Robotnik, he gets punched in the face by Fiona, uh, she fights him, Tails gets caught in a big robotic palm tree, he uproots it, somehow, he's that strong, I guess, and knocks- He's just a strong little boy. Yeah. And- he uh, uses it to knock Robotnik into the ocean. Uh, before he can do anything more, though, Fiona shows up again. They fight some more. Uh, but Fiona uh, malfunctions because she fell in the seawater. And she ends up rusting before she can finish killing Tails. She straight up tries to drown him. Uh, yeah, at first he's like, oh, I knew you wouldn't do it. And then he was like, oh, wait, no, you're rusting. I love this because this whole time I was waiting for the shoe to drop where she goes, no, my love for Tails was pure. I can't hurt you. Me no, too. that just never happened. She was ready to mm-hmm. kill him. It's great. Okay. Uh, and uh, so Robotnik leaves. Uh, uh Tails drags Fiona onto the island, uh, and... Where he leaves her to die. Mm-hmm. He just sort of leaves her there to rust away, uh, and while he's, like, going through stuff, he finds out about Robotnik's satellite operation on the other side of Mobius. So he decides he's gonna do something about it. He gets in the Sea Fox and, uh, boats away. I don't know the verb. Uh, submarines away? Yeah. He pilots he... it away, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he leaves the island. Mm-hmm. And she is still alive. Shit. She's alive! She said. Sheds a single tear. Because she's so heartbroken she didn't get to kill him. Yeah. True. Uh, and, uh, we're going, and we get a little ad for the upcoming three-issue miniseries. Um, I will note, there is one thing I'm a little disappointed about with these admittedly very high-quality, uh, uploads, which is that they don't include, like, the letters to the editor or anything like that. I might yeah. look into finding alternate versions just so I can read those. See if anything fun comes up. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of these issues. And I've got a little something for us to go through. I'm gonna just real Ooh. quick uh, go through here. 
kind. Yeah, so, I've got the Sonic the Hedgehog comic encyclopedia. This was published, uh, let's see, I don't, in 2012, like, just before, like, the reboot era. Like, so it's got, like, a whole, just this very thorough compendium of all the uh, original Archie Sonic lore. Uh, there's a very heavy amount of info here. It looks like like 200 pages or something. Wow. Uh, oh my god. Uh, let me hang on. I think I need I'm having a little okay. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Uh, there yeah, it looks like 196 pages according to this thing. Uh, so, uh, we could read from this. Uh, so I'm going to ask you, do you want to start with Sonic, or do you want to read about one of the characters that showed up in this issue? Uh, do you want to learn about Let's hear Fiona? about Dulcie. Okay. <laughs> All right, yes, let me see. That should be... Okay. Dulcie and the Dragon Tribe. The dragons, as a race, are shrouded in mystery. One legend says they originated from the Dragon Kingdom in the Far East, and that their terrible power shaped the land. In this legend, they realized their folly and left the land in peace, leaving behind a prophecy the troubled land would one day be united by the great Golden Lotus King. Another tale says that they were born from the primordial fires of Mobius. The same yeah. fires their the same fires their spirits return to and are reborn from to this day. That's this, sick. This mystical That's so fucking pool, cool. This mystical pool of fiery magma rests deep in the heart of the volcanic city of Vesuvio, the legendary capital of all dragon kind. Dragons. Like Mount Vesuvius. Pretty cool. Dragons are traditionally a matriarchal society, but their losses during the First Robotnik War forced all leadership responsibilities on the sole remaining elder, a male named Glint. The dragons. Who? <laughs> Who? Hmm. Uh. Doesn't it say anything else about. Well. Hmm. The dragons live primarily live hidden in Vesuvio, despite their incredible powers. Their only contact with the outside world is their ambassador, Dulcie. Dulcie lost her mother, Sabina, to the First Robotnik War. Despite this, and perhaps driven by her claustrophobia, she explored the outside world against Glint's wishes. Her explorations led to her meeting and joining the Freedom Fighters. For her actions, however... Her traditional nose ring was replaced with a power ring, which inhibited many of her innate talents. After many years, she would prove pitiful, pivotal in rescuing Vesuvio from an invasion by the Eggman Empire and was given back her original nose ring. Dulcie has a very sweet, childlike nature. While normally endearing, it landed her in trouble when she met the violent and unstable Zan on Pirate Island. 
she thought she had found love in a mate, but she couldn't bring herself to acknowledge she was being abused. Oh, no. no. Is this what you're talking about? Yes, that's what happens to Dulcie. Damn it. Uh, I'm sure Penders handles it quite well. Uh, Ten Penders go to jail. (laughs) Dulcie was rescued by her Freedom Fighter friends, while Zan died in combat with with G.U.N.'s then-premier unit, Sigma Alpha 2. She is now free of Zan and the restrictions of her tribe. She still frequently visits New Mobotropolis, but now that the world is truly open to her, she's enjoying every minute of it. Uh, profile stats. Uh, let's see, the first appearance of Dulcie was in Sonic the Hedgehog 29, and the Dragon Tribe first appeared in issue 155. Abilities include flight. All dragons can fly. Dulcie still has trouble with landings. Fire. All dragons can breathe fire from their mouths. Frost. All dragons can fire freezing bolts from their nostrils. Yo. Air Air manipulation. Dragons can inhale massive amounts of air and use it to add to their mass, creating smoke screens or gale force winds when exhaled. Damn. Prehensile tail. Describe the avatar. Mm -hmm. Due to their short arms, dragons have a highly dexterous tail. And pure spirit. Their pure hearts help them detect falsehoods. Uh, she can't hear anything uh, but the truth. She can't hear anything but the truth. Uh, so, yeah. I'm gonna, like, next, every time we roll Archie, I think I'm gonna try to, like, read a bit from this, uh, this whole document. Uh, they're, they're <laughs> just giving us a little, just a little slice of the wider world of this comic. Uh, Hell yeah, this will be good because I'm sure I'm gonna forget everything because the comic is so damn long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I can't it, wait to forget like, this when we get to that. Yeah, I'll be like, "Who's this dragon?" Oh, sick. No, <laughs> I won't forget was... Dulcie. I forget the abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There, like, I think, like this, like this came out in 2012. The comic started in. 94, so, like, there's, like, 18 years worth of lore in here, and, like, it continued for another couple years, and, like, ended, like, just before they got to, like, issue 300. Uh, so, with that all said and done, uh, I don't remember. Do we roll or do we ask? Let's do asks. I think uh, we do ask, yeah. Yeah, um... <coughs> If you would like to send in a question, you can either send it in to our Ask Posts on Twitter, usually uploaded the night before, or usually posted the night before recording, uh, or you can answer a question anytime at your leisure in the Ask Zone on our Discord. Uh, real quick check-in. I think we got some Twitter questions. want to make sure. Oh, no, we didn't. I'm thinking of something else. Okay. Uh, so, we have three questions on Discord. 
Our first question comes from friend, friend of the show, Keith the Mouse, and they ask, If you could design a persona for a famous music artist, who would it be, and how much better would it be than the half-baked temps shown here? Oh, Kixalot's Mixalot. Wow. It's oh, wow. Wow. It took me a second. I was like, huh? And right. Like, oh, they're both musicians. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Um, how about... I was gonna say Weird Al, but then I remember he has a pony Sona. So that's taken care of. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Uh, gotta make Stormzy. Stormzy, right. <laughs> I'm just thinking of heart spell. Mm-hmm. So, um, a wizard and a furry. Yeah. True. Uh, <laughs> so, are there any confirmed furry, like, celebrities? Um, I mean, Sonic Fox is kind Posse. of a celebrity. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The daughter of, was it Silent J? Uh, I at- think so. It's, I think it's Violent J, actually. Yeah, Violent J, sorry. The daughter of Violent J is a furry. Uh, and so he also got a yeah. fursuit. It was very cute. I, I was just like trying to think of like... Yeah. Putting Insane Clown Posse and Sonic in Archie comics would be very funny. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking... What's it? I'm just gonna let's see, did it say celebrity or music artist? Okay. Yeah, it's a music artist. Mm-hmm. Uh let's looking at some things I listen to on Spotify. And how about Oh. Oh, this is easy. Uh the Aquabats could probably get like let's see. So Let's let's simple it down with just the MC Back Commander. So I'm thinking hmm, either lean in on the the theme name and go with a bat persona. Uh yeah, let's let's give the MC Back Commander some sort of bat persona. He's got I'm thinking a fruit bat, uh that one South American fruit bat that's got the really colorful scheme, maybe. Uh, hmm. Uh, you play Ska, but it's, it's the same one that Maxi's persona is. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he Maxi probably... Maxi Dan's co-host for... Yeah. Video Game the Music Podcast. Video... Yeah. Wait. Video Whatever. game, the movie. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I said music because I got musicians on the mind. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It's okay, you so, got there. Yeah. Wait, shit. Uh, well, I- I'm sorry. I was just thinking of potential ideas, but yeah, let's give MC Bat Commander a bat persona, colorful fruit bat. Uh, uh, dresses the same as he does, like on stage. Uh. But now I'm thinking, it, this, I thought of the the best possible musician to give a persona, which is Little Nas X. Uh, I've been sitting here trying to think of what his would be. 
Mm-hmm. Incredible stuff. Like, I'm... Devin, you don't even know what yours would be. So. Yeah, I know. That's why it's taking me so long. <laughs> so I, I'm not good at coming up with pe- uh, like government yeah. assigned personas either. I it took me years to make my own. Okay, right. so <laughs> I've been I, this like in my mind. I'm like little Nasses. Yes, that would be good. I have no idea where to go from here. I don't know either. Well, you can well, go. My brain went with, to, with like because of the uh, mon- uh the Montero. Uh, Montero? Yeah, I almost said Monstero. <laughs> I almost said Monstero, but uh, because of the Montero, uh, like with the the de- with the fucking Satan, I was like, oh, what if he was a goat? Mm, that sounds because, good. Yeah, that'd a be goat. pretty good. I was also thinking maybe also some sort of he's the goat. Yeah, the uh, he is the goat. Uh, I'm also let's see. I've seen, like, three of his things, so there are different angles we can go for. I feel like... Horse. <laughs> horse. Uh, hellhound. Uh, uh, goat. Goat. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Yeah, yeah, I think we gotta stick with goat. It's gotta be goat. Uh... I'm I thinking like an Undertale goat. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, like the big floppy ears, big cool horns, something like Azrael at the end of the Pacifist run. Oh hell uh, yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah, that's got to be it. Uh, Sidmon asks, "What would your robot gender swapped obligatory cartoon trap crush be like?" So, hmm. Well, I don't know what a gender swap version of me would be like, since yeah. I'm not by hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are they cis? Are they, like, a trans man? Hmm. Are they a trans woman? I don't really know. Yeah. But, well, they would be hot, yeah. regardless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hot so, as Hmm. Well, mine's... Hmm. Well, mine's gotta be, uh... I think mine... I guess it would just sort of, like, appeal to whatever I would want in a partner, like... Yeah. Uh, just... Uh, very... Someone I can really get along with. Uh, fun personality. Uh, and they've got a... They've got an arm that can turn into a gun. Uh, at first, I think, oh, that's cool, but then later, they, sh- they like, trick me and shoot me with it, and I Fuck. get captured. Uh, gotta, gotta have, <laughs> your ideal partner has a gun arm. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about, um, well, my partner has to be able to step on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just gonna say my ideal one would just wear a wolf boyfriend, and then I wouldn't even find it surprising when they mauled me yeah. to death. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, "Well, I kind of was asking yeah, for it." Yeah, that's kind of what happens. Yeah, I mean, they'd probably just be like, maybe they would look like my persona. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they gotta look like our personas. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it doesn't say cartoon trap crush, but I can't picture a cartoon version of like my human self. I can only mm-hmm. picture my persona. So I guess mm-hmm. that's what it's gotta look like. Uh Bonnie asks If you were in Archie Sonic, how many times would you be roboticized before it started to feel arbitrary? Uh I'm thinking four. Because yeah. like first time, oh shit, second time Oh no! Third time, maybe it's like, maybe it's like for dramatic effect, bringing bringing it back for dramatic effect. By time number four, I'm like, okay, we get it, we get it. I got, I got cat, I got turned into a robot a bunch. We we fucking get it. Uh, at that point, they're just yeah. Four seems perfect. That's like the like, are you kidding me again? Like that's the are you kidding me again number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once you go past the rule of threes, it's. Four is just too many. You're right. That's why I went with three at first, but you're right. Four is just too many. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, three is the damn, I'm unlucky, but like four is when you're just like, yeah. come on, buddy. Uh, that answers our questions for this week. So let's roll for next week. Uh, that's an eight. Let me check what eight is again. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, eight is Sonic X. So next week we'll probably be watching two episodes of Sonic X. Um, let me check the episode list real quick. Uh, cut this out. Uh, Sonic X episodes. Alright, so, uh, looking at this, we'll probably be going on, we'll be watching episodes 9 and 10. And 10 I'm excited for, because episode 10 is the baseball episode. Uh. The submissive black hole play yes. while they play. Super, wait, called like super... Whatever. Did you say submissive? Yeah, I did. Did you say submissive black hole? Yeah, I did. Submissive and breedable black hole. Yeah, I did. God. <laughs> First I talk about being stepped on. Then I talk about being a submissive black hole. What's next? Mind in the absolute gutter. I guess. Alright. Uh, so... Yeah, look forward to that next week. Uh, Amy on the beach and baseball. Uh, Amy on the beach, do 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 do. Amy on the beach, do do do. Amy on the beach, do 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 do. All right. Uh, and with that, we have been the Sonic Shuffle. Uh, uh, I'm Dan. You can find me on a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter, at biggerchallenge. You can find my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, we are just about halfway through season two. Uh, there's a fun little thing that's happened where we went to... Excuse me? Where we went to, uh, or where Jaden and friends went to Domino City. Uh, 
That'll be in an upcoming episode. You can listen to Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Very recently, we uploaded the last episode of our interstitial actual play. And I think we're going to be on hiatus for a while. I don't know when we'll be starting that up, but you could, but hey, at first I was thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't plug it again for a while, but you know, I mean, Sam and Jordan always plug Jurgen in, even though they're done with that, so I'll keep plugging it. You can listen to video games, the movie, the podcast, a podcast I do with my friend Maxie, where every month we watch and review a video game movie. And this month, August, we're talking about Lucario and the Mystery of Mew. Uh, it's the eighth Pokemon movie. We're just gonna, we've decided we'll just like pick and choose whichever ones we feel like. Uh, Lucario and the Mystery of Mew is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, it's also like the last one that, uh, got a four kids dub, uh, before they fell apart. Yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And real quick, gonna check the queue, see what's up next around the time. Hang on. This is the wrong one. Uh, you can, uh, out. Uh, so, happy Obon, Xbox, and happy Korean Liberation Day, Xbox. Uh, oh, and happy birthday to Keith, Bandit Keith Howard. Uh, more. Where can we find you? His last name was Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) you can find me, uh, on Twitter at Haunting the Morgue. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G. You can find me on my accidentally hiatus podcast, Departure Lounge, a Hunter x Hunter podcast that is airplane-based, and I, where I'm seeing it for the first time. My co-hosts have seen it before. They're helping pilot me through it. Um, Devin, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Grooving Gasly, and you can also find me on a Hunter Hunter uh, theme podcast called Gone Well Hunting. Uh, we have no theme. I think the newest thing I've just started doing is saying Smasher Pass to random characters. Fuck yes. <laughs> and that that's what we've been on for the last few episodes. And we are the Sonic Shuffle. Uh, wait, I said, well, you can find us on Twitter, at ShuffleSonic. From there, you can find our Discord. Both of these are linked in the episode description, so you can always check those if you want to. Uh, and we are, we are a part of Noisepace.xyz. Noisepace.xyz is a podcast incubator. The person who runs it is Canadian, which is why it ends in Z. And as always, we are we do a little weekly shout-out in alphabetical order. And the one we're shouting out for this week is Pot of Green. Oh, hey. 
Hey! Pot of Greed is a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Never heard of it. Uh, it's it's run by uh, uh, Argyle, Audrey, Dan, Elliot, Max, and Sarah. Six hosts on one podcast. Is Can't Elliot still um, the host? Uh, no offense, so no offense to Elliot. There, no, no. Elliot is just at war. He he's just. Been, yeah, Elliot is just in the New Mexican yes. desert, like, and he doesn't have an, he doesn't really have access to, to uh, good enough internet to record a podcast, but hopefully someday he will. Uh, uh, he's looking into it. Uh, I really hope that he'll be able to get it back by the time we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, because I know too. that's the one he's really into. God. Uh, that won't I'm be for another three years, though. I'm also a patron of this podcast, so that if that tells you anything about yeah. this podcast. Uh, the, rec- the most recent episode to go up as of this recording is episode 147, Katem. Uh, it went up uh, around last Thursday, I think. Uh, July 29th. So, yes. Uh, they update weekly. Uh, you should listen to it. It's really good. <laughs> uh, and that wraps it up. So, as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. He's the only blue life that matters. The only one. Good night, everyone. Good night.